stable, loving environment. Um, they taught us good morals. They pushed us to succeed. And they gave us every opportunity they could for us to do that. Um, I want to thank our forefathers for this great nation that they created. Um, I want to thank the soldiers who have and who still are fighting for the freedoms that we enjoy. Yeah. But I want to thank um, most of all the Father, the Father in heaven, and for his son that he gave to us and, and the pain he endured um, so that we could someday uh, have a chance to be with him. I'm thankful for being a father because I don't know um, if I could see it in this light without being one, but it hit me like a ton of bricks the other day. What if I was to send out uh, uh, my child into a, uh, a world full of problems, away from a stable, comfortable environment? in order for him or her to be cursed, to be beaten, to be ridiculed, to be nailed to a cross, and then for him to cry out, Father, Father. And what if all along you had as a father the chance to stop that, but you didn't. And that's what he did. He sent out his perfect son into this imperfect world and, and the pain he endured. And all the time along, God had the power to stop all of that. But he didn't. And he did that for us. Um, for his imperfect, sinful, unworthy children. So that we could have that chance to be with him in heaven. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, I'm thankful for God being in my life before... Um, I accepted him into my life. I'm, a, I'm thankful for um, him leading me down a path and being there with me before I accepted him. I'm thankful that. Um, <clears throat> sorry. I'm thankful that my wife and I um, came to Menford to live. Um, I'm thankful for this community. I'm thankful for the school systems the education that my kids give. And if any of you have children that have made it past the eighth grade, I might need help in how you got them there with the homework because if it keeps escalating the way it is, <laughs> my college education might as well be thrown out the door because I'm not going to be able to help them. Um, I'm thankful for the persistence of friends who invited us here. And when we didn't come, they didn't stop asking. They kept inviting. Um, I'm thankful for this place of worship. I'm thankful for new friendships, looking out through the crowd that I've formed. And my mom always told me, you surround yourself with good people and, and good things will happen. Um, I'm thankful for little things. I'm thankful for a, a little more. <laughs> I'm thankful for a little mole. See, about three years ago, my wife had a mole on her back that we thought could be a problem. So, um, 
She went to the dermatologist, and thankfully that mole was nothing. But the mole less than a half inch from that was. And she had melanoma. And everything's fine now, but he was looking out for us that day. Um, there's always that one person in a relationship that's a strong one that when the chips are down you know that they'll carry it on and that's my wife I'm thankful <laughs> I'm thankful for my wife she's the glue that holds this family together Um, <clears throat> she's a good mother she's a good wife and she puts up with a heck of a lot from this guy but she's still here <laughs> I'm thank thankful for the chance of being a dad these little gifts from God I think are the reason that um, my relationship with God has grown. These boys here, they're twins, Ryan and Zach. And and when you have twins, there's there's complications that can arise more so than a regular pregnancy. And I'm thankful that He delivered them here safe. Um, we did stay in the hospital a few extra days. So Zach here. He, he got below four pounds and and was jaundiced and and that's nothing out of the ordinary but as a first time father it just it just tore at me and I can remember then praying to God and asking asking for his help and realizing for the first time how precious and fragile life really is and how we have no control over it um, Zach he he's my little uh sports fanatic, my little math whiz, and I'm thankful for his um, competitiveness, I'm thankful for his inner drive to succeed, and Ryan, <laughs> if you know Ryan, he's my little historian, my presidential buff, <laughs> I'm thankful for his witty humor and his loving heart, um, <clears throat> that's the first time that my wife and I really sat down and talked about we need to be somewhere praising God in church and we started to go um, well let me back up a minute we should have started then but life was hectic and we just we just didn't 9-11 um, occurred I'm not thankful for 9-11 by no means it was a tragic day but I think it stirred up a lot of emotions and thoughts with people I know it did me and that's when we first started going to the dry run church of Christ with my grandmother and as parents of twins we tried to listen but when you've got two it's hard to concentrate on what's going on so that really didn't stick um, but God didn't give up on us he didn't give up on me um, and then McKenna came along and I know um, if any of you have a big family there's that one little spark plug in the family 
that one little one that keeps life going, that causes turmoil, <laughs> whether it's good or bad. I hate to tell this on her, but if you're ever around my children and then there's a fight, if you say McKenna, you're 50% right. <laughs> no matter what, you're right. 85, Ryan says. <laughs> but McKenna, she wasn't, she wasn't um, a perfect deliverer either. She, um, she was born, and not long afterwards, um, she was a C-section a couple weeks early. And her lungs just weren't fully developed. And looking back on it now, there's a lot worse things that can happen. But my wife never got to hold her. Um, they shipped her directly to Children's in Columbus. And as quickly as I could, I went up there to be with her. And I was alone. I was scared. And all those times that I should have been here or should have been somewhere, praising God, I just never was. And I can remember for the first time, I mean praying, really praying, crying, bawling, Asking for his help. And, and promising him that I would. I would be somewhere praising him. You can see she's fine. She's my little pocket full of sunshine. I'm thankful for her energy and her spunkiness. But, you know, the dummy I am, I should have been at church that next Sunday, and I wasn't. It stirred up a lot of thoughts and a lot of discussions and a lot of tugging at the heart, but we finally came, and I'm glad for that. Um, Father's Day. I love my father with all my heart. But the love the father has for his child, to me, for me, is so much stronger, so much deeper. And I guess that helps me put my thoughts around how, how God loves us and how that love is so unending. And I don't know. It, it just helps me think about that. My biggest fear... And one of my biggest challenges, my biggest fear of failure, my biggest challenge in life is to teach these kids right from wrong, to teach them the lessons of life. And that scares me. It scares me a lot that I may fail. But in, in, in honesty, in reality, they've taught me much more than I can teach them. Um, and one of the biggest lessons they've taught me comes from Matthew 18, verses 3. Jesus says, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And I always thought of that verse as being um, that you, the children would enter the kingdom because they're pure and innocent. But it's much deeper than that. I see the, kid, the way these children look at me. They depend on me. They need me. They love me. 
They believe in me. And Jesus says again in Mark 10, verses 15, I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And these kids never stop teaching me that I need to look to God just like that, like a child who needs, really, really needs, needs him, believes in him, trusts him. And I just pray that I can look into his eyes like these kids look into mine.